1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. To hell and back is in the
2: job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you.
0: Yeah Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee.
2: What is up, everybody? (laughs) That was so lame. Compared um, to last week? I know. Wait, hold on. We just (laughs) did. Woo! What is going on, YouTube? Facebook? Everywhere else you can stream. Stream. Stream Stream away. Of course, Waypoint. Go to Waypoint TV where you'll find Paddle and Finn. Welcome to the Paddle and Finn Show. We've got a great show going on
0: today. Hi, Brian. Oh, Jay has been fired up these past couple of weeks, boys and girls.
2: Hi, Brian. How's it going, Jay? How I you doing? am doing well, okay, I guess.
0: <laughs> you got some exciting stuff going on.
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But we won't say anything about that. I'll okay, it. It'll be a right. secret squirrel
0: keeping keeping secrets. secrets. I like it. Secret squirrel like it. Uh, share the stream. You guys can go down in that lower left hand corner. Smash that share button. Let's get some folks in here. Drop it in the comments where you're tuning in from. What kind of kayak you're floating out of, and all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Um, <laughs> next trail event is July thirty first. Is it thirty first or thirtieth? Thirty first. Thirty first on uh, the muddy Fox River. Here in Illinois, um, no uh, Susie has put out the uh, current A.O.I. standings for the Trail Series. I think, uh, man, I should have looked at this before we started. But uh, <laughs> top three is pretty pretty tight knit race, so um, it's getting interesting. We got two events left before we go into the championship up in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, all that good stuff. I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but uh I will be down at iCast. We're a little over a week away. Uh I'll be doing some live shows from down there. Um that week our OG show may be a little early. Um due to me having to get on an aeroplane. So um You could you know you can do Wi-Fi from the plane. Dude, you <laughs> think we could do a show from live from the air? You, that would you know what?
2: I think it's worth a try.
0: OG show live from forty thousand feet.
2: I think the the forty thousand foot episode.
0: Yeah, or thirty thousand. What is it? I don't know. Mile high club. (laughs) Well,
2: let's not go there. But (laughs) like, that's a whole that's a whole different kind of show.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. Well, uh... two
2: minutes in, it's already bad.
0: Well, we got a, a pretty cool guest for you guys lined up tonight. Uh, we got another none other than Mr. <laughs> Blaine Upton coming at us straight from South Carolina. What's up, brother?
3: What's going on?
0: Not much, man. Not much. Uh, I feel like we've done this before <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Not too long ago
0: too. yeah yeah a few weeks back i had uh on the uh new canoe unlimited show that i do on tuesday nights over on the new canoe facebook and youtube pages and uh we got talking afterwards and i was like yeah hey, we got to do this again man let's get you over on paddling finn uh young buck you know making it making some waves down there in south carolina running a tournament trail, wanting to get more involved in the the industry and the sport itself. So uh, I figured uh, you'd be a good dude to sit down and chat with and, you know, kind of help get your name out there and let the good folks know who you are, man.
3: Yeah, I really appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm really excited about it.
0: Like we told you before the show started, the invoice is in the mail, bro. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, our rates are pretty much, uh, you know, current with the market. So, I mean, you know, don't worry, you won't be out much, Yeah, you know, yeah. but it's definitely worth every
0: penny. He's got a new oh. baby, dude. He's already out much. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: We're going to send out a new invoice.
1: Then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, why don't you give us a little background, man, where you're from, you know, how you got into fishing, kayak fishing and all that good stuff, brother.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I am from the central region of South Carolina, a little town called Chapin uh, is where I grew up right on lake murray um fishing been doing it since i was a little kid man granddad got me into it i mean it didn't take long i was hook hook line and sinker no pun intended but uh anyways dad jokes they come i'm telling you (laughs) but uh anyways so i uh started fishing at probably three years old and it's always been strictly bass man it's what i like to do um fished some high school tournaments when I was in high school, ran a, helped run the uh, Chapin high school bass <laughs> club. And from there, uh, went to college, slowed down on my fishing a little bit, and then grad or ended up moving back home. And uh, I'm uh, in the same town now and helping run tournament trails with uh, Palmetto state kayak bass fishing. And we're a learning club. We do uh, smaller tournaments all across the state and, we uh it's a good time man i really i've gotten into kayak fishing here recently I've only been doing it for about two and a half years so i've made some made some leeway and i enjoy it a lot but something about the tangle when you're that close to the water is a lot better than being in a boat to me i don't know sure why, but, for sure
0: man yeah it's interesting like i've uh been recently doing some some retyping of the old fishing resume and it's uh I remember I wrote something almost specifically like that, like the the intimacy when you're that close to the water catching fish. Man, it's just uh, it's something special, uh, and and it's hard to explain to people. You almost have to show them what it's about.
2: Gives you a little tingle in the jingle,
0: a <laughs> <laughs> little dangle in the jangle. <laughs> no, I was oh, trying oh. to like,
2: don't man, we just bit off there completely.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do a lot of river fishing around here. It's what I'm into, so uh, I'm good on the lakes and everything. But I find that the the river more suits my my deal. So I heard y'all were having a tournament on the river coming up. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah that's man. What made me think about it. I was like, man, like, oh, if yeah. only I could uh, get all the way up there.
1: <laughs>
0: the ri- the river's about five blocks that way oh, that's okay. yeah it's super <laughs> that's close cool. it's here. close that's why we got this little spot because uh
2: that and the barbecue joints
0: yeah uh, barbecues <laughs> barbecues top notch bro right on the water
2: yeah
3: that's pretty sweet yeah
2: yeah it's actually a nice town over yeah, here. yeah, yeah that's not, good not too shabby they got like a little whitewater park too yeah so if you want to like you know do some whitewater well you know about illinois style it's like it's brutal bro it's like for a good 100 feet it's the fastest raging water you've ever seen that's only about five feet deep
0: yeah yeah there were some kids out there uh when i came over the bridge tonight they were out there ripping through the rapids so that was kind of cool but uh yeah man i river fishing it seems like everybody i talk to now out of the southeast like that's their jam is river fishing like what is it about the rivers for you man
3: for me, it's getting away from the traffic, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so all these lakes around here are heavily pressured with pleasure boats, wakeboard boats, and man, mm, it, it sure. can be dangerous. And I mean, even even though I, everybody knows you you can do it safely, but I mean, getting away from the traffic, uh, the clear water, you know, a little bit of current, cooler water, and I mean, it just it holds more fish this kind of time of year, and I can still fish shallow. We had a conversation about that on. Yeah, yeah. I love to fish shallow, and man, I just I find any way I can to do it year round.
0: See, that's right up your alley, man. You're a shallow guy. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny.
2: (laughs) I like going out deep. (laughs) I'm just gonna walk right by that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like Brian's trying to like drive this thing right into the wall. I don't get it, (laughs) like. I'm the bad one. You're the good one.
0: I was <laughs> I was legitimately being serious. You like to fish shallow.
2: Yeah, yeah, I certainly do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what's uh like? You guys don't have shoalies up there, right? You guys are just like smallmouth and largemouth, right?
3: Uh, you can find occasional sholie in the Savannah chain, and okay. that's on that's in between Georgia and South Carolina. I mean, th- there's some rivers over there. I know Adam. Adam, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Crawley or Callie.
0: I he's think on, it's Collie, yeah.
3: But he's on the team with man. He wears out shoalies, and he's just a few hours from me. He actually made a trip down to fish my uh, my backyard a couple weeks ago. I didn't have the chance to get out there with him, but. I right told on. Him, I told him I'd take him next time, but.
0: This is a total off question, and this is something that like just drives me nuts. And maybe you can answer it. Okay. Down south, y'all call bluegill brim right. Wow. Why do you guys call them brim? I've I've never I've never understood that.
3: So, I think uh I think it's just a southern thing, man. Like it's I know you hear that a lot, but I think brim is just an all-encompassing <laughs> of all the bluegill species so you don't have to sit Okay. There trying to, it's brim. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: okay, bluegill, red
2: ear, yeah, like green sunfish, right? Yeah.
0: No, I don't know, man. It's I always wondered. The first the yeah. first person I actually heard say that in this is what made me think of it, was J.D. DeRozier. Hmm. Yeah. He's in South Carolina, and he's like, man, I was out on my lake catching some brim on the fly rod with the popper.
2: I think it's just easier to see brim than, like, bluegill. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I guess. You know, it's like, like, it's like brim. It's like brim just <laughs> rolls off the lips of brim. You know, bluegill. <laughs> 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 it's like, and everything's a bluegill, let's be honest. Right? Yeah, right, right. Everyone's right. like, they don't even care. It's yeah. a bluegill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a few bluegill yeah. snobs Or, or there, you want to be
2: cool, it's a gilly. Yeah, gilly, some, gilly
0: yeah. gillies. Never even heard of that before. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, you that's can, what I call them when we catch them through the ice.
2: We, we can give you that north yeah. to south. Yeah, it's yours. I you know. guys got
0: brim, we got gilly that's gillies. Right. I'll,
3: I'll take it with
2: me. Oh. Yeah, start spreading the word, man. Just start saying to people, watch their head go like a dog. Like
3: what?
0: What? what? You yeah, guys down get there out. getting some gillies?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be like, yeah, just like bro. yeah, bro.
0: Yeah, bro, I was just getting some
2: gillies, man. Like, right on the watch, <laughs> <right>, bro. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, so uh out there crushing crushing the smallies There he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Pate in the house. What's up, gents?
2: Everybody's got like professional fisherman names.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like
2: Blaine Upton. I, you uh, yeah, yo, Garrett, Pate like, yeah, dude, I can you know? see
0: those names being said on like the Bassmaster stage. Yeah, for real. Like, I walk up there and they're like Brian Schiller. Yeah, they're like, how I'm do like, you say this?
2: Is this sh- <laughs> sh- is this Schiller Schiller? You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: it's it's Shiler. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, you got Jay Randall. Yeah, like I know you it's, all get. Uh, I guess I need a bass name. Yeah. I need a fisherman. You'd be name. like it's Schiller. Like, i tell you what yeah drop in the comments what my professional fishing name should be (laughs) best answer oh and and we'll put a post up tomorrow on facebook if you guys are listening to this on the podcast platforms later and uh the best answer we'll give uh we'll we'll give away a paddle and fin t-shirt there you go i was
2: gonna say we got a rubber hammer
0: good thing we got that sitting on the shelf jay so there you go we'll give away a paddle and fin t-shirt so best answer best answer it can be dirty too who cares oh god um but anyways anyways getting out on the rivers man uh what what boat are you floating out of and are you usually paddling you pedaling motor
3: man so my river's I fish, I fish the broad and the Saluda and both of them are pretty shallow. I mean, in the areas that I fish. So I try not to take any kind of propulsion out there. Um, I usually I'm with a paddle. I float a Flint at the moment. I'm looking at the F10. I've never, uh, never owned one. So I'm kind of looking at the F10, but I've had my pursuit out on the river too. Um, it's, but I don't ever, I don't try. Don't try with the propulsion. It's too expensive. You don't break it. <laughs>
0: I know I was talking to Garrett Pate about that down south there, man. Like F10s are like huge for river boats. Yeah. yeah. Everybody likes them. Everybody yeah. likes them.
2: Makes sense because you're really only going one direction most of the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I like that Flint, man. I'm just a big, tall, fat guy. So it's not the most stable for me. I mean, I make it work. Don't get me wrong.
2: It does look kind of right. like a whitewater water boat with you. Yeah. Right. Like it
0: looks odd with me in it, but you know, six, four, like two fifty. you know? So it's just like, hey, but floated. I make it work. Hey, you floated.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, my I fell out of it
0: once going down the white water park down the street. That's Man. not a joke. That's I've, serious. I've done it
3: too, but I probably shouldn't have been where I was at. Let's yeah. Mean, let's not blame it on the boat. I'm definitely going to blame it yeah. on the a questionable decision trying
2: to get to a pool. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's funny what you do. Cause I remember doing the Liska and like, I remember the two guys that were there, these two kids in these whitewater boats. And there's like, these guys really can do this. <laughs> yeah. And all this water like came over the Liska survived. I pulled off to the side. And I realized at that point, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like I'm going to lose stuff. You know, I look back, Brian's already in the water. It's already over with. You know, he's already fallen out. He lost his flip-flops. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, that was the worst cuz I had to walk across the gravel up to the blacktop parking lot. But, that was uh, steaming hot, dude. Yeah. And I and then I had to drive home barefoot.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going the rest of the way. We were like right above a dam, too. Yeah. I was like, we have to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. rest of the, you know, the rest of the day was good fishing. Yeah, we caught some fish, yeah, some nice we, smallies. Yeah, I mean after, you know, the death-defying uh, <laughs> antics. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> oh man, full uh, we'll,
3: we'll send. Sometimes the way to go. Yeah. yeah,
2: we're just practicing for the southern stuff.
0: Yeah what what's uh what's your favorite style of bait to throw for the for the mouse when you're up in the river, man? Dude,
3: top water. That's I mean, yeah. man, catching on top water, sweet. Um, I it really is, and it's it's weird because you know I. Murray's a blueback herring lake, and I grew up kind of, you know, running and gunning points, throwing topwaters and working them as fast as I could across, you know, choppy water. But whenever I got on the river for the first time and got to catch a couple on topwater in these eddies and where current breaks and starting to learn how to fish that kind of stuff, I mean, it, it was really cool because, you know, you can, it's gin clear, you can see straight through it. And then this fish just comes out of nowhere and cannonballs it. I mean, you can't beat it.
0: Shiller Giller. That's my oh, professional bass name. Shiller oh, Giller?
1: Man. How's it going, Mom? How's
0: it going? Oh, we got Mom in the house. We got Mom in the house. Mom, give us some dirt on this young man. Oh, there man. you go. Give us a nice, funny, embarrassing story. Don't
2: do it. <laughs> I like where this is going. I do oh, like where this is going. Mom's goes. getting a free t shirt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. oh that's too too good (laughs) but uh well you uh i remember you were telling me you did some fishing in florida right you lived down there or like your grandparents or something lived down there so
3: my wife is originally from uh about two hours outside of tampa okay Um, so pretty much every couple of months we've got to make a trip down, see the in-laws, let everybody see the baby. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing either. Cause there's so much to do down there, man. The fishing's just sick. It really yeah.
2: is. Oh, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to agree with you, man. Do you fish a lot of freshwater or do you do the fish old Tampa Bay?
3: Man, I'm, I'm pretty much strictly bass. I don't do a lot of coastal fishing. I, I'll go after reds every now and again. It's fun to, it's fun to hook into them. And it's essentially mm-hmm. saltwater bass fishing, but it, something about it man i just i constantly like to test my skill against these green ones i don't know what mm-hmm, my deal yeah. is it's a it's a addiction i swear it is it's, it, it costs money just like one does uh yeah I mean, oh I'm yeah constantly upgrading gear and you know ready to go out and go again you know you break something you don't even blink about it just buy a new one and yeah. you know it, it's not even questions asked it's just something i've always had just such a passion for and i mean ever since a young age so I've always loved it. I
2: really have. I'm gonna say, man, when you go down there, go hit old Tampa Bay, man. Get off some of those rocks, and you know when the, yeah, and uh, bring some inline spinners, man. You'll catch everything. Yeah, like snook too, man. Snook, redfish, you know, puffer fish. Uh, They got yellowtail jacks out there. If I'm saying that right, they might be called something else, but I don't know. I had to have like, because I didn't know anything I was catching. I had to have like one of those laminated pieces of like paper with like all the names is I don't want to like get bit. <laughs> you
1: know? I'm, like, I'm like trying to figure stuff out as
2: I'm bringing it in. I'm like, does this one have teeth? Yeah. I had the girlfriend. I had the girlfriend with, I'm like, hold that up, hold that up. They right. look like that. Okay. I, I can kill that. Okay. I'm going to go that. You know? <laughs>
0: That's funny. Oh, man. what's uh what do you think the big difference is between like, fishing at home where you're at or down in Florida man i mean Florida is always a huge bass destination for guys you know
3: yeah and I caught myself man i i was doing a couple of things i do at home so i, I do a lot of weightless weightless plastic fishing like i love to throw a flute it's like one of my yeah. favorite things to throw and uh so i'm i'm getting down to Florida i get on the boat with this dude and he's like hey bring your flipping stick bring 85 pound braid one and a half ounce weight he's like you better snail your hook. Cause if you don't, you gonna break it off. And I was like, what in the world? So <laughs> did everything, um, got down there and I'm sitting out of the back of the boat and he's, uh, he's doing something basically I've never done. Got no confidence in it. I've never, I've never flipped mats before. And, uh, so I'm in the back of the boat, chunking a fluke around. I could, one giant comes up and eats it, buries himself down in the grass. And I was like, I've only got 10 pound tests. it's probably yeah I'm going in yeah so (laughs) I end up shoulder deep in a grass mat pulling this fish out and then um, I'll tell you I lost one that day I I I threw a uh strike king sexy dog over an eel grass flat and this head weight came up behind it and the fish was well over 10 man that's that's what that's what everybody kept saying and I was I broke him off still not that happy about that one but um major differences man just power fishing um you're you know you can leave all the uh the finesse stuff behind and that's something i've never that's that's a disconnect for me and sure. so yeah. yeah picking up a seven seven six extra heavy and pitching in there and next thing you know you're hooked up with a giant underneath the six 60 pounds of grass it's, it's crazy it really is
2: do you do you guys? I mean, here's a northerner question. <laughs> um, you guys got gators down there? Oh yeah, in South
0: in do South you, Carolina, you got to worry yeah. about them. Out
3: yeah, there? so Santi Cooper has a bunch of them. Man, uh, the my buddy's got the state record for gator hunting. He's got the the longest gator in uh, South Carolina. He holds the record, of thirteen foot six.
2: Because yeah, nope. I've I've heard about them like hanging out like on the banks. Because you've got those drop offs, so hang down on that lower end and just like watch and chill and i'm like thinking as a kayaker I've got feet hanging over nope you're just kind of chilling nope. you're just like you See, know that's
0: why we would keeping me from like going to alabama we would forget
2: like that there's like georgia
0: <laughs> south <laughs> yeah. carolina now
3: well yeah. i mean so my portion of the state doesn't have any so it's probably an hour oh all right from my house to santee and they're oh, there towards yeah. the coast a little bit and so i come fishing that, with you yeah, that's salty. I think as, as you get down towards the salt, I mean it, it's a better habitat for them. Water stays warmer longer during the mm. year, and but yeah, we've got some, uh, we got some monsters in the state. In Florida, man, we saw some giants. I mean, oh yeah, my my, my buddy was
2: continually <laughs> yelling at me. He's like,
3: dude. I walk towards water just
2: not watching yeah <laughs> i'm like sante's so got me all paranoid i'm like watching him. like oh god like you know yeah i think i'm gonna get, to get bit
3: they're so terrified of you man they're they're gone in a second i mean it's it's the ones that people have fed and have gotten sort of yeah. aggressive like that that you gotta worry about but santee doesn't have uh it, it, there's just so many of them i just don't think you deal with that too much
2: yeah, I didn't really see too many. I remember in the Glades, I didn't like we were looking. Like you only saw them where they feed them. Yeah, and I that was, I don't even want to see them. They were really big. The yeah, ones that they feed. I'm sure. I was like, oh no 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 no
0: no. I remember <laughs> fishing uh, Lake Tarpon down in Florida, which is just north of Tampa, right north of Clearwater there, Tarpon Springs, okay. and seeing them when we were in a boat fishing and i was like yeah nope
2: yeah (laughs) no my my favorite story was like i was standing on a private lake at this one guy's one of my buddy's house and they you know everybody's got a private lake out there but he's like uh we're in a shaded area and he's like yeah man when you get hot just go ahead and just jump in the water and cool off i'm like oh no 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 (laughs) that's not no no No, that's not gonna be a problem he's like why i'm like you know well gators he's like he's like believe me they're a lot more scared of you than you are of them i'm like "I'm, i'm pretty sure you're wrong i'm and pretty I'm, sure you're wrong I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got yeah. way more teeth than yeah. i do too I, I was like i can't even see the depth of the water and there's all this grass line i'm pretty sure there's one i know there. i'm not getting in the water making a bunch of ruckus yeah it's just not happening
0: yeah no i'll pass yeah when uh you were talking about you like doing a lot of like weightless plastics to, uh, you know fishing what's like your go-to setup like rod reel line all yeah. that good stuff, man.
3: So line, I keep it constant, man. Straight fluorocarbon all the way. I throw C Dart red label. Usually try and keep okay. it between ten and twelve, depending on the water clarity. Um That's reason thick. I like the fluorocarbon mm-hmm. is you get a little more snap back whenever one comes up and blows up on it. Um, which can be a bad thing too, because I got a tendency to pull it out of their mouths. But three so sure. out EWG, um, mm-hmm. rod and reel wise, man, I throw so I throw a couple different rods. I've got a lose mock series that I really like for the flu. Um, okay. And the reason I have, I have the mock series is because they're not, you know, overly crazy expensive. And when I fish the river as much as I do out of a kayak, you know, there's always a tendency to break gear. So I don't want to. Sure. You know, but outside of that seven foot to seven foot three medium action, you know, have someone just a little bit, of backbone but you still want a little bit of give so they can actually you know swap chomp their, down on yeah chop yeah. down on it and get the whole bait in their mouth because another thing i like to do i like to throw double fluke rigs or donkey rigs whatever you want oh to yeah yeah make
2: them swim right like yeah how they... so
3: basically that's the only way i fish one so like i almost fish them like a glide bait um that twitch twitch underwater mm-hmm. i don't I don't like it to come up and float on the surface unless I'm fishing blueback herring lakes. If I'm fishing blueback herring lakes, a lot of times I'll chunk the thing and just reel it on top and you'll
0: smash it.
3: Yeah, it's nuts. But whenever I'm fishing somewhere, I need to be a little bit more so the river, that clear water. Mm-hmm. I, I swim and it's, it's a side to side motion, almost like you're walking the dog when it's underwater. Mm-hmm. So when those fish don't want to commit to the actual top water, the walking bait, or the, the popper, you can chunk a fluke back in there and they will be much more apt to grab it.
2: So are you, are you targeting anything specific? Like, I mean, generally I've seen that technique like over like tall grass with, you know, you got like a, a, like five to three feet of water, you know, where you get enough swimming space.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, anytime. So you're either going to want to work it really fast to try and get them to come out of the cover and get a reaction on it, or you're going to want to work it really slow. It just depends on their mood. Mm -hmm. So each one has their, its own specific application. Um, th- when I'm working at it slow, it's going to be w- once that sun gets up, once it gets hot, um, once these fish get a little bit more lethargic, but you still want to cover a lot of water and mm-hmm. be able to go find the ones that stay more aggressive during the day. Um, and when I find them, then I'll slow down and might even pitch something <clears throat> different in there at them. But I, I just, I don't think there's another bait out there besides a fluke that gets as many bites as it does and covers as much water as it does. And that's just my own personal opinion. I (laughs) don't want to start no wars, but
2: war has been started. (laughs) Are are you ever, do you ever like change your hooks? Like, I know you said you like to use EWGs and that's kind of like, I'm not going to say that's a a thick wire, but it's definitely one of the thicker um, type hooks. And then I always find that if you switch to like an Eagle Claw, like I'm kind of a fan of like the working man's, uh, gear and that in those oh, are yeah. thinner you know and then you can use that medium action with like even a a lighter action um uh line or you know continue with your uh 10 to 12 pound test floral right and you can still get it like an easy set you don't even have to do anything really
3: yeah yeah and i just i have such a tendency when when i get blown up on or i see one actually eat it i have such a tendency to just and yeah. rear back into them and that's that's my main issue that's why i try to absorb a little bit of that with my setup i mean i try to adjust to that It's the it's the little kid in me gets all excited
0: <laughs> garrett, garrett pate says i got something that will change your mind
3: oh man see here we go
0: shout out to uh <laughs> tyler daniels first time joining us live here on the podcast welcome brother
2: yes sir thank you for coming nice
0: yeah it's interesting man that uh that fluke action i dude i like i'll throw it for a year then i won't touch it for two and then i'll pick it up again but uh yeah it's it's interesting but i i'm the same way man medium rod uh fast action tip seven foot two i'm usually using eight pound Mm -hmm. uh floral clear by p line -line. so it's like that coal polymer you know yeah Uh, or like
3: like a little stretch
0: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, but it, it seems like that hookup ratio, like you were saying, sometimes you pull it out of their mouth. It just gives them a little extra time to just chomp down on it, which is, I don't know. That's, that's my secret. That's all you're getting out of me. (laughs) It's a good way to lose flutes (laughs) out here too. The juice. Getting, getting some of the juice here, but, uh, well, uh, We talked about it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What, uh, what's your go-to color on the fluke? White or
3: dude. So actually I've got a small company here in Chapin. Uh, it's called Southern custom plastic baits. And he shoots his own colors and he has Mm -hmm. a shad color combination and a blueback herring color combination that, Oh my God, man, they're amazing. They really are. And they're a little bit softer than the zoom plastic okay which you you go through a few more but man your hookup ratio is almost i mean it's ridiculous i mean
0: like softer like a yamamoto senko softer
3: yeah going in that direction yeah i, yeah. Honestly, All right. I have to let you feel it but it's it's nuts it really is i mean i found myself missing a bunch of fish on a zoom fluke, switching over to that one chunking it back out there having them eat it and then just they, they get it almost every time and that's something you got to
0: look for. So we got a, we got a question from Tyler. We'll let you answer first, and then uh, Jay and I will chime in. Cool. He needs to know a good rod for Nedrig for smallmouth. He went in the river for the first time the other day, and a smallmouth snapped his loose spinning rod in half. Well, I mean. That was the Moby Dick of smallmouth. Yeah, no kidding. He <laughs> caught a monster, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. So um,
3: Nedrig-wise, I usually, I mean. You go with, I like to go with the lightest setup I can, uh, especially when I'm fishing bottom hopping baits like shaky heads, Ned rigs, um, you know, the stuff that belongs on a spinning rod. Sure. Um, so I usually, I like a seven foot oh, um medium action, just like I do for my fluke, but in a, in a spinning rod. And I go for the lightest rod I can find. I know there's the guy that makes my spinning rod. Uh, it's eight Oh three custom rods. Obviously that's our area code here in Columbia. So He's sure. right here, and he makes a good rod. Uses Mhx blanks, um, but lose. I can't. I, I have a hard time. Uh, I have a hard time seeing one snapping in half without a, a bigger, deeper problem. Because those yeah. are some dang good rods, man. I, I fish. Yeah.
2: Uh, doesn't
0: lose have a like a lifetime warranty on those things? They
3: do have a good warranty, so yeah, definitely I look into that.
0: Yeah, we're definitely looking at it. What's your Ned Rigrad?
2: Um, I would say like a, the 6'9 medium, moderate Veritas. Um, Veritas? Veritas. That's what it is, right?
3: Uh, we call it, down here makes Veritas? Veritas? We call it a Veritas.
2: Veritas? Yeah. I've Veritas. Heard I've heard it both ways. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you just talk weird down there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I said the no, to say you, buddy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean uh, and then I'm usually using like eight pound test. Um and that's like I mean that's a good rod too for like drop shotting, uh wacky rigging. Um uh I mean you could I mean I don't generally run a a, a Texas rig on there, like a weightless Texas rig, but I yeah. will. But I mean that's a good all around setup, I think, personally. Yeah. I mean it's that, that medium moderate seems to be like where it's at because you kind of need that that give. Yeah. Um
3: being in the in the kayak game like we are man you've got to have multi-purpose rods you can't mm-hmm. have 30 rods on the boat with you it's just yeah. it's not the way it works so you've got to have something that you can throw five or six different things on and mm-hmm. i mean i i really find that i load my kayak i mean i buy rods pretty much in pairs so when i buy usually when i break one i buy two that way sure. when I break the next one i ain't in a bad position
1: right
2: sure um, and i it happens and i was gonna say additionally i think it really makes a difference on what kind of water you're fishing so if you're in skinny water that has a lot of low hanging trees you're probably gonna to want to go the six nine or even six yeah. six yeah yeah you know i mean if you can get away with it but i mean if you got all the room you know i mean you can go seven foot you know maybe a little longer if you want
0: i got i use uh a douglas douglas rods uh don't worry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 610 it's their x matrix series um it's the 610 xf so it's 6 foot 10 inches and it's got an extra fast tip that's just super sensitive but i mean i've snapped into some pretty chunky fish with that little rod man it performs i love it um you know i would Like, I've tried to throw it on my 7.2 that I would use for, like, my fluke setup, Texas Mm rig, Sanko, things like that. And, like, that 6.10 Douglas, dude, it's just the bee's knees. Mm -hmm. I actually, when Brad Hicks was up here and we were fishing the river for smallmouth, and he's like, yeah, let me try one of those. And I was like, well, you're a Ned Rig guy. I'm like, here, try this and he didn't want to give it back to me after we got done (laughs) and that's when he he went out and bought bought a bunch of uh douglas rots but uh yeah man um he said it was a lose mock two i almost had it to the yak then swam down and snapped it i'm only two pound smallmouth
2: maybe your drag was too tight too
0: yeah yeah and it could be too like i've i've had multiple conversations uh with guys about this too, like in kayaks, like if your line is too close to your tip and you try to like high stick that rod, sometimes that's what does it, you know, try not to do that unless you got like a good decent amount of length of rod. And then like, you know, I know I'm on a camera, but you know, do one of those moves, you know what I mean? With your rod while you're leaning down to grab the fish. That makes sense. The coordination. Yeah. It is. It's it's all about coordination. That's true. Man. Uh Garrett Pate chimed in. He said St. Croix 6'8, extra fast. See, everybody's medium. Well, that's a little different. Uh yeah. Lawrence said uh, Shimano, <clears throat> Zodiac 6'10, medium light, phenomenal for Ned. Medium light, yeah. So yeah. it seems to be where. So everybody's yeah, everybody's in head. that like six eight to seven foot, you know, yeah. uh medium, medium light action. So hopefully that helps. Um, thanks for the question, man. If anybody else has got any questions as we're going along, feel free to drop them in the chat. Boom, that's what we do here. <laughs> we edge a cake. Oh,
2: is that it? <laughs> is that it? Wait, is that how they say it down there by you? No, like no. No, oh, <laughs> now you're starting fights. Oh, yeah, come on.
0: Now
3: you're starting. I've heard it before. Trust me.
0: We just got canceled. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks, it's like
2: Jay. just don't make us say a couple of our words up here, and then you'll know <laughs> exactly where we're from. Yeah. Oh man,
3: <laughs> all, all it takes is ask them, ask them what, how they pronounce the word crappy. So yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Goes from there. Crappies? Yeah, crappie. Yeah, that's the guys right guys way to say crappies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the telltale right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Well, uh, another thing you mentioned at the beginning, man, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit too was. Um, you help run uh, Palmetto state kayak anglers. And I think that's uh, uh, you do that with um, gosh, no, I can't uh, why can't Barry, think Davis. Of Barry Davis. I was going to yes, say sir. that, that and he has
2: the answer. probably. Yeah. Cause
0: well, I did a right pod there. recently <laughs> with Barry too. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways um, <laughs> you guys uh, you said you're a learning club. So kind of explain yeah. that concept, man.
3: So, our whole goal is to get people into the sport. Um, you know, some guys will go out there and get discouraged, especially when you know they don't limit out or you know they they have a rough day. And I mean, it, we're there to tell them like, "Hey, I do this all the time, and I zero sometimes. I mean, it happens to the best of us." Sure. I mean, if if you hit a, you can hit a, you know, a block in the wall. Nothing can go right. Break fish off, lose fish, end up with a goose egg, and I feel feel absolutely down about yourself so we're there three fish limit man eight inch minimum we try to educate it's not about you know winning per se i mean although it is nice of course but um our our whole goal is to educate and get people into the sport because i mean we have a passion for it i think our board consists of four or five guys and we have a passion for it and I'm, it's it's always great to share it with other people and get other people into it i mean there's a guy in our club that you know he kept asking questions about hey you know i'm having trouble with finesse fishing still haven't caught a fish on a shake head or anything and there's 38 comments below there people giving tips and pointers the next Hmm. day post pictures with two and three fish i'm like dude okay you know you're moving in the right direction and just goes to show that there's a camaraderie about it all of us are Into sharing our passion and it's it's fun. It really is.
0: Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean that's what it's all about, right? And especially now, man. Like as crazy as kayak fishing has been since COVID, you know. Like we obviously we all know nobody can get boats. You know manufacturers are running around the clock to get caught up and things like that. You know shortages on parts and plastics and all that stuff, man. And, uh, but you know, in the meantime, there's a lot of new anglers coming into the sports. And, you know, for instance, Tyler said, you know, thanks guys new at the kayak game helps a lot. Hmm. And I mean, that's, what's huge, man. Like we all, I think as a community, need to step up and help educate some of these guys. Tyler, you better be wearing your PFD. Yeah. If I ever see you on the water, that's right. That's rule. Number one, we'll chastise. We, we will, I will walk on water to get to you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) i don't know that 250 pound frame i think you're going in (laughs) but uh you know i mean that's huge man like you know i know jay started in a local club here i started fishing that same local club Mm -hmm. as well you know it's uh you know that smaller club level you know i think they could have did they educate do like a bunch of education stuff with you guys, like try to help guys out, like when you when it was like in its infancy when you first got into that club.
2: I mean, you could always ask people stuff and uh like Tony Lamb, I used to talk to him a lot. Sure, because he's like the ultimate, like patient fisherman. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean Tony for listening. I don't know what you're doing these days, but I mean, I used to remember him just sitting there like throwing plastics all the time, and I'm like, I'm a power fisherman, I'm too ADD for it. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I just can't sit there and just take apart something I can't keep throwing. But, you know, he would always have something good to say. And like, I mean, if you generally if you go to somebody and ask them, I mean, if they were, I don't remember them ever holding any kind of like, uh, um, like little yeah, meetings but, or anything, you yeah, know, just to kind they, of teach, but they, yeah, they were there
0: to help. Yeah. And yeah. they'd give
2: you stuff too. I mean, if you needed some stuff, yeah. um, you know, they'll give you whatever you need.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And Nicholas Beltran in the chat. What's up, brother? says amazing community and naturally we are helpers for each angler no matter the level. Yeah. I think that's the best way it's been said, man. Um you know, which is which is super cool. Jerry Ward 840 is this still live? Yes sir, we are still live. You're late to the party but we are still here and kicking.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh currently 3:55 p.m. Central Standard Time.
0: <laughs> no. But uh No, that's huge, man. Um I know just from talking to you, I've talked to Barry before. Barry's been on a couple of the different segments here on Paddle and Finn and stuff. And um, it's super cool what you guys are doing, man. And I remember you told me uh, you guys have grown quite a bit too, right? Like you yes. went from like a small number of guys to like now you're like, what, 40 or something? Yeah. So
3: last year, uh, you know, I fished the trail last year. I came on to help do what I do probably february of this year Um, okay last year we averaged in you know the low to mid 20s uh and then you know we got going and trying to do a little bit of promotion i got on social media and started really pushing everything and kiwi that's our first tournament of the year and lake kiwi is in february we always like for our first couple winter tournaments we like to launch out of the same ramp for safety reasons if something happens yeah. yeah sure so we had 43 and sometimes that does hurt turnouts and we had mm-hmm. like 43 people show up for the first oh, tournament wow. of the year for a single launch event and we were like whoa like <laughs> this is nuts you know that's awesome which we were glad we got the board together because lord have mercy mm-hmm. check in and check out that day we're kind of uh oh i crazy. yeah because we're you, still, still old school right now so
2: are you seeing a lot of females coming out too
3: um we've got a couple that fish with us um not not nearly i I'm not enough we need more yeah yeah i'd, I'd
2: agree know, man I'd, ladies I'd
3: come on out fish. More ladies come out and fish with us i mean yeah. we're and once again we're a learning club like we're always down to help people out even i mean they're look at christine fisher she's out there she's whooped my tail multiple times so yep. i mean i mean it she goes to show you can do it come on out I'm like Come oh, yeah.
2: Well, fishing's like, you know, that's an even playing field for anybody.
3: Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. I
2: mean, yeah. I mean, even, even if like, you know, you have like, you know, some kind of a disability, you know, like walking or something. It's like, you know, hey, you can still get out there and fish. I mean, it doesn't exactly. matter. You know, I mean, that's what we like to see is just everybody getting out there and no matter what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Nick, Nicholas uh, said, Blaine, mad respect. I started getting serious with this once I came on board. With a sea trail. He's uh, with King, Lillard of Florida.
2: Okay. So okay. Yeah. Too.
0: yeah. Yeah, dude. He's got a good pro name, too. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Everybody's got a, Frankie Wolf in the chat. That's a good pro name. I'm Reese saying. Melvin. Like, Frankie. Tyler Daniels. Yeah.
2: Frankie Wolf is almost dude. hitman-ish, too. Oh,
0: you know, was, Frankie Wolf, <laughs>
3: he, he fishes our trail, man. That, that guy is an absolute stick. He really is. Even, he, I
0: know. Even Jerry Ward, man, like that's a great pro name too. I'm just, I'm just to reinvent myself. I got screwed, man. I know. We should like, call my old man right now and be like, Dude. "It, it's definitely like, his fault." Seriously, I mean this too. Well, yeah, unfortunately, you know, Dad never said I got my look, my looks from him, but geez, man, at least you could have <laughs> gave me a cool angler name. <laughs> yeah. Winning the 2022 Bassmaster Classic, Brian Schiller. Yeah, fishy Schiller. Schiller the Giller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mom's still in the chat. She said, Schiller the Giller. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Crappy Schiller. I like that. I like
2: that. Dude, I remember we were in Bass once and my kid was like reading all the names and he was young. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, largemouth bass. He's like Pike. And And he gets a crappie he goes. I say this word <laughs> <You know? laughs> like that's crappy. He's like, "Good," cause I thought it was crappy. Still said it anyway. I was like, you're too young to be saying that kid. <laughs>
0: that's cool, man. That's cool. But, uh, no, it's super cool, man. Like we need more of that educational feel instead of like that hardcore competitive feel. You know what I mean? And some of the smaller clubs, like it's so huge, man, it goes a long way. And a lot of, uh, lot of um you know folks that get into those you know more laid back learning clubs man they uh um you know they seem to stick with it much longer. Yeah, agreed. There's some there's some talk in the chat here. Reese is calling out Frankie. He said he's <laughs> actually pro and yeah. then Chad Walden said he's pro at talking trash. So I, don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's going on there, Frankie. I'm sticking uh, up for you because you got a badass name. You leave so cool, Frankie man. alone.
2: I know. Even Reese Melvin, man. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I just I feel so lame now. Yeah. See, Frank. I, I, Fran- I gotta quit.
0: Frankie said, uh, "Palmetto State is doing it right, man. That's awesome, man. You sh- you guys should be proud of that. That's that's super cool.
3: Yeah. I mean, super it's always." Quit it's pretty rewarding man everybody says it's a thankless job and i mean i disagree to to a certain extent i disagree because man it's it's really awesome to uh to see these guys come up and go start fishing you know national events and finishing half decent you know they get pumped up about that stuff and it's like dude look where you started Mm -hmm. look where you're at like this is huge and i mean it's just it's it's fulfilling for me it is
0: yeah so yeah oh i'm getting called out by richard he said i'm lying what am i lying about i, I don't know i don't know Is why
2: do you to pro- come in here like start in trouble because <laughs> like, yeah. that's what
0: richard does <laughs> he just like waits
2: just like yeah, yeah. for us to come out he's just <laughs> sitting <laughs> there chilling like yeah don't go down any uh water slides rich <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh nicholas also said there's also very cool down-to-earth companies that help out as well always willing to lend a hand and mm-hmm. i've seen that too man like Boat companies l- lending boats for like volunteer events or like teaching things. Uh, oh, he said for my fishing name, Lion Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Lion <laughs> Brian. Oh, thanks. Oh man. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's 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 definitely cool to see. Definitely cool to see. Um, uh, Chad Walden says big things come from Blaine Upton. Hard work. That's awesome, man. Um. Sh- I think it's kind of cool, too, because we have like our own like, you know, we have our
2: own community. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have our own people we look up to and people you lean on for certain things. And you kind of see, you know, in in a lot of the forums, the people who are, you know, always in there and, and, you know, responding when they can. And, um, you know, and like, you know, you're running a series and you're putting a lot of effort into it. and I mean, it shows, you know, and that'll go a long way. You know, down the line, there's definitely going to be a payoff for you. You know, I don't know what that's going to be. Sure. You know, um, you know, because it doesn't have to be fiscal, but I mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, there'll be something to it. But I mean, it's uh, you know, it's important that people keep pushing. It's kind of like we said before; you got to keep pushing this long.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if sure. you don't, it's just gonna stall. You well, know, I mean, that's why we're here every week. That's true.
2: You know, so that's why we make
0: the track. This is to why the, we do uh, this. Yep. Yeah. Um, Tyler was mentioning in the chat uh chad hoover was on the podcast on monday on the bass fishing for noob segment and i listened to it and chad was talking about how like sometimes like uh a lot of guys that are getting into kayak fishing feel like you know they need the baddest boat and the baddest gear and all that stuff and chad um in there said he had thought it that everybody should start with like a basic milk crate with four pvc tubes zip tied to it sure and it should be a rite of passage to move to like yeah. a black pack or the oh, XD sure. crate by Yak Gadget. Um, and, you know, Tyler's saying that, it, you know, it got him thinking like you don't have to have all the stuff to catch a bass, which is mm-hmm. 100% true. Like there's been so many times, dude, where I've fished a tournament and I got eight rods in my crate. Mm-hmm. I got freaking eight 3,700 boxes, like multiple bags of plastic. I might go into one thirty seven hundred box, yep. stay to two two bags of plastics, and use two rods. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like it's that old saying, "Kiss, keep it simple, stupid." And, you it's know, true. like sometimes that's just what you got to do, man. That's yep. just what you got to do. But
2: uh, yeah. I don't even change lures. I don't man. know why I bring them all with. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope, like you know, I just like splash a little holy water on it. I'm like, I just hope I get something. <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> Nicholas also said uh, he appreciates these kinds of platforms and the hard work you guys have to do in order to help promote our true passions. We need to get that dude on. Yeah, Nicholas is always in the in the chat, man. He's always look at peacock bass, like yo, slide into our DMs, bro. Let's get yeah. you on the show. Yeah. Let's get you on the show.
2: And but you know, don't be showing off so much. Like you know, throw some smaller fish on your profile. Who
0: man. who's Brian Mitchell? <laughs>
3: So Brian Mitchell runs uh, another club in the state. He uh, they run a tournament trail called Santee Monster Kayaking. Okay, they run it straight off of Santee Cooper. They fish different areas of both lakes. It's I fished a couple of their events. There's a bunch of really good guys down there too, and uh, that's the cool thing. I mean, it's not like a yeah. <laughs> here in the at least in our region, it's never a, you know everybody fighting for different participants. Like every trail in our state. And even in North Carolina, we all look at each other's schedules and KBF Mm -hmm. schedules, and we adjust to not step on toes. I mean, there's four weekends a month. You can do an event once a month. You've got four choices. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, sometimes you're going to step on toes. But, I mean, it's just one of those things. Why not just have everybody come to all of these events instead of fighting for, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we've talked about that many times.
0: Yeah, we did the same thing like when we formed our trail because obviously we're in, what is it, five states? Yeah, five Mm -hmm. states. And there's obviously multiple clubs in each state that we went to. So we kind of tried to coordinate with all those different states. So, you know, we weren't taken away from their events Um, and, you know, Got, give a chance for, you know, some guys to fish something a little bit bigger, you know, mm-hmm. on a bigger scale if they wanted to, or just fish the one event when it came into town, man.
2: Well, and we partner with the clubs. Yeah. Because, like, we're not going against any clubs. We're yeah. definitely trying to yeah. bring in those yeah. clubs, too. Yeah, and
0: we're trying to promote those clubs. Like, yeah. our last event, Madison Chain, we did that with um, um, Great Lakes Kayak Fishing Series. Like, it was a joint event. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's huge. I'd love to see um you know like kbf kind of did that but not really like i don't know like that's that's weird i don't don't even want to go down that rabbit hole but like to see some of those uh you know bigger clubs trying to partner with the smaller ones i think it just helps with participation in the events yeah um nicholas beltran's asking will you guys be at icast including blaine
3: Oh, yeah, no, I'm not making it to ICAST this year. I got a a one-year-old, and, I mean, it would be cool to take the week trip down there, but, man. Blaine's um,
2: grounded. Blaine's (laughs) (laughs)
1: grounded. So slammed at work, too. He's like, mom said no. Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 How about you, Jay? You going to ICAST? I am not going to ICAST. Guess what, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Find me. What booth are you yeah. going to be in? I'll be in the new canoe booth Look for the giraffe. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Look for the giraffe. That's what it's come to. I'm a giraffe now. Dude, really? That's what everybody calls me too. Jesus, <laughs> man. I don't know. For all this, like you know, normal size people. Well, I mean, I guess normal height. I yeah. can't say normal size.
0: <laughs> you're you're not normal height. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're you're pretty average height. Oh, he'll be in the line cutters booth. Sweet man. Yeah, let's hook up. Let's hook up. First beer's on me, man. Right on. Sweet. Um, well, man, we'll give you the stage. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything like that, man? Did we miss anything? Anything you wanted to bring up?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll just say, man, uh, I just, I've said this before, but I appreciate everyone that helps me do what I do, man. And I always like to give shout outs their they do. Um, my wife's a big supporter of mine. She helps out with a lot of the stuff I do. Watches the baby when I'm fishing tournaments. That's not an easy job there um deals with me also not an easy job um want to thank paddle south outfitters for everything they do that's uh the shop i fish for and you know we've got a great team over there and all those guys are fantastic everybody at palmetto state i mean man you guys are you guys keep me going man it's so much fun to come out there and help with these events and i just want to thank barry for bringing me on for that um thanks to new canoe um you know, helping me chase my dream. That's really cool to be part of that team and have a camaraderie with those guys. And honestly, I think I fish for uh fish for the best boat brand in the nation, man. I really do. And uh, so I just want to thank everybody that helps me do what I do. And Right on,
0: up. right on. Nick said he's got a question or Nicholas Beltran said he's got a question for you. Drop it in the chat, man. Yeah, and then uh, Jerry Ward said, Blaine, aren't you a member of the PDKA? Not yeah sure. I am, no. i'm
3: a member yeah i'm a member of pd kayak anglers at least on facebook i'm not a paid member um those guys they do a lot of different species and i keep saying man i'm a, I'm a bassaholic mm-hmm. so i'd be i'd be hanging around waiting for the bass month they do a different species every month so oh
0: basically. that's kind of cool
3: yeah it is and so you do it's like a monthly but you know it'll be mudfish slash bowfin whatever you want to call them it'll be gar it'll be catfish bass then they do some salt stuff too. It's pretty cool. It's that's definitely sweet. a different
2: format. That sounds fun, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a good way to like change it up, man.
2: I know yeah. Great Lakes used to kind of do that. And then, well, they
0: still do the salmon tournament term- salmon, salmon, salmon yeah. tournament every September on Lake Michigan, which is which is cool, man. Like salmon out of a kayak.
2: What's that other one? Like kayak wars, right? Don't they do
0: that too? Uh yeah. If, but, is that even still around? Um
2: I don't even know. I, I'm
0: not sure, man. I fished that in 2018 when I got into the kayak game. I do know. I would, I know, I would forget
2: work. that place or that seaming around. And then as soon as I caught like a crappie, all of a sudden, guys are like, hey, where'd you catch that thing? <laughs> it's like, I need, one, I need one for the tournament.
0: So Nick is saying, do you realize that what you did tonight helped many anglers listening in to get out and fish?
3: Hey, man, I'm just trying to do what I can. Just trying to do what I can. I'll, uh, I just like I said, I, I have a, I have a severe love to be able to share my passion with people. And I've always said, I want to combine my passion, and my profession. I mean, I'm starting a business to do that, you know, starting to do a little bit of a, a little customization of boats and kayaks. So if anyone ever needs anything done, there's my subtle plug, uh, Southern waters, Marine solutions. So, um, Anyways, but yeah, man, I just, I like to share my passion with other people. I like to get people excited about kayak fishing because it, it, it excites me. It's like one of my favorite things on the planet. So it's, it's my therapy. It's, it's my fun. It's everything combined into one. I just, I truly, I mean, my wife doesn't understand it. She's like, how do you just get out there and fish like every weekend? How do you not get bored with it? I'm like, I will never, never (laughs) in my life get bored with it. I've been this way since I was 10 years old or, you know, two years old just constantly asking to go constantly bothering my parents because it's something that I really love.
0: Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's something special. And I know the first time I sat down and chatted with you on the new canoe podcast, you know, you're a young dude and, uh, it's, it's good to see young guys like yourself, you know, coming, coming up in the sport and, and sharing that passion with not only the young guys the guys your age and the older guys, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That inspires me. Like when I talk to Jackson or I get fired up and I'm like, I need yeah. to go. I need to go fish a tournament. <laughs> well, like, they, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's good, man. It's uh, you know, like,
3: yeah, it's anybody's
0: sport. It's anybody's sport. Yeah. You know, and and that's what makes it so cool is like, you know, you don't have to be young. You don't, you know, you don't have to be loaded with cash to buy an eighty thousand dollar bass boat and Mm -hmm. you know you don't need the most expensive gear man you could go out in a cheap kayak with one rod one bait and just cast away and you're gonna have a ball you know that's that's the beauty of kayak fishing right there. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah I don't know if you guys want to make your tournaments a little more fun like try doing like a like a Snoopy pole kind of thing. Yeah the kids poles, or do like a, a frog only um tournament something like that you know just kind of switch it up
0: jay still uses a snoopy pole that's why i mean i i could
2: tell you some stories about like carp and snoopy poles yeah it was like the golden age for me yeah (laughs) 30 pound test on a snoopy pole or nothing like it (laughs) like walking out into the water to fight the fish that just ran in the cattails.
0: little twister tail jig (laughs) catching catching them brim yeah. oh dear, yeah catching them gilly gillies yeah getting them crappies
3: yeah. <laughs> oh man oh man Never
0: awesome yeah buddy yeah buddy well man we appreciate you taking time away from the family tonight to uh sit down chat and uh share your passion with us and uh everybody watching at home man Uh, I know some guys came in late. If you guys came in late, this will be saved on the Facebook page, the YouTube page. You can always go back and listen on any of the major podcast platforms. We have a new episode seven days a week on the podcast platform. Uh, This is the only show we do live here. Um, As soon as we get done, this will get uploaded to the podcast platform so you guys can uh, download it and listen. Um, Jay, any final thoughts, words? Nope. Yep. What else is new? <laughs> oh man, we thanks everybody for the all the great feedback tonight, all the questions and stuff like that. Man, uh, the chat was really rolling. It was it was uh, some good times, man. We uh, definitely appreciate you. Um, look at Nicholas. Nicholas, man. I know Nicholas. Like,
2: look at he's already working for us.
0: Uh, Jerry Ward asked, "Are we doing a live every week? Yeah, we yeah. we're live every week, every Thursday." seven central eight eastern five o'clock out on the west coast um so yeah we're here live well we got all kinds of guests i believe i'm still waiting for the confirmation but we'll be talking to some guys from georgia that do a, a veterans kayak fishing um thing um it's different than um uh, heroes on the water um they're based out of georgia And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be talking to them. If not, uh, we may have another fellow podcaster or we may have Nicholas Beltran. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Wait, who's that? Yeah. (laughs) Who is Nicholas Beltran? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I see
2: his name, like almost every other person's name. (laughs) Yeah, He's been
0: dropping in the chats, man. He's always got good feedback, man. It keeps everything Uh, rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Johnson asked Brian, "Can you call me next week to remind me to listen live? I need the interaction." <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Send me your phone number in uh, a private message and I will text you before we go live so that way you know.
2: Yeah, set an alarm too, man. Don't you yeah. got like a smartphone, man?
0: We usually <laughs> we usually post the uh the show up um uh we usually post it like either Tuesday or Wednesday on the Paddle and Finn Facebook page. So that way you could actually click the reminder link for it. And then, uh, you know, all our shows go live um, every day Um, on Facebook. They go live at 8am on YouTube. They go live at 7am on the podcast platforms. They go live at 2am. Yeah. I know that schedule, bro. All right. (laughs) So, but yeah, I'll, I'll remind you, dude. I'll do that for you, bro. Just uh, send us a message, send a me number. I'll text you. I'll be like, "Hey, Trey, we're going live, bro. Get on, get online, get online. We don't want you to miss out." So, um, Blaine, yeah, appreciate you, brother. Anything coming up in the future? Let us know. We'd love to have you back on. Sit down and chat. Uh, we always do some fun stuff too, panels and things like that. So we'll yeah. keep you in mind for that, brother. Yeah, man. But uh, me, holler at me. go, uh, go, give that little baby a hug and a kiss. And uh, thanks for taking the time away from the fam tonight, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All you boys and girls out there in the beautiful interwebs. Oh, ask Blaine. You're killing me, Smalls. That's what Warren Mitchell just tuned in and said. Oh
3: man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you yeah. got a last minute story here dude we uh, got a last...
3: I, I can give it to you so as, as I said I work at a body shop Warren is my dad's college roommate um, he's also one of the technicians at our shop and uh, I'm a parts manager there so there's a famed uh, hatred from the text of the parts manager
0: yeah uh, so I, I get it I get it
3: being my dad's son and him knowing my dad as well I've referred to as smalls and then every time <laughs> I mess up I even, so we went on a beach trip a couple years ago and someone found me a t-shirt that says I'm Smalls.
0: Oh, man. I got the, I got the, you're killing me Smalls t-shirt from Sandlot. I got (laughs) one of those. I got one of those. I like it. I like (laughs) it. I like it. All right, boys and girls till next time. Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace.